We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. And I believe he's going to. Hallelujah. I started looking for my Bible. Matter of fact, if you took your my Bible home with you, look at the name on the inside it and bring it back. That was my preaching, but I had it marked up. I know where things were. So if you can't do that, just I think they cost about a hundred and something dollars now. I will accept offerings for a new Bible. Hallelujah. I started off, I'm, I'm using Bible that I probably preached my first sermon out of years ago. And uh, I went to Hebrews 12 and 2 in this Bible, and it wasn't there. Three chapters of somebody, I hope it wasn't you, needed those pages worse than I did. So I'm starting out right. But we got Brother Jim. (laughs) Thank you, Brother Jim and Jesus. I want us to pray right now. I want us to ask the Lord to touch his word. Folks, we, we can't afford to miss in one service. There may be a soul here tonight that this is the last time you'll ever be in a service. This might be a time that you don't get another chance. And I don't want to be responsible for it. Let's ask the Lord, Michael, good to see you. Have all of you met Michael? He uh, blesses me sitting on that, sitting on that pew. Amen. Pray right now and ask the Lord not only to touch his word, but touch everybody in this house. Hallelujah. God, in the name above every name, we come to you tonight in need. We ask you to touch. We ask you to bless. We ask you to heal. We ask you to fill with the Holy Ghost. We ask you, God, for everything that a church needs tonight. And we'll give you praise in the name of Jesus. Why don't we praise him one more time? Hallelujah. On the wall, you'll find Hebrews 12 and 2. 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Now, I want you to look at that real close. Uh, this jumped out to me this last week. It says we're looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher. He didn't say of our building, our new car, our kids. He didn't say that. He said looking for the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne. You can be seated after you shake hands with somebody. Well, hallelujah. Would somebody give her an offering? Thank you for my Bible. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to give this to my wife. Not that I don't trust y'all. I'm probably the one that got this one I lost. And what somebody took? Somebody misplaced. I'll get it right after a while. I probably did it. I, I have the hardest time of keeping up with things. I, I can't keep up with my phone. Every day, I'll ask somebody, have you seen my phone? And they'll say, no. And I'll say, well, ring it. See if I can hear it. So, but anyways, that has nothing to do with this service. Matthew 9, 28, and 29. Brother Jim. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They're asking for their healing of being blind. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. 29. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to... One more time. He said, I'm not going to do it without you. And I believe that's something that we need to learn and understand. We always come to him. God do this and that. But he's got something to tell us. If you will, I will. He's always ready. He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Ephesians 3 and 20. He's, he's a good Bible. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Wait a minute. He said there's another part that I need to tell you. I'm not going to do it my own. He said, but it is according to the power. 
that worketh in us. Hallelujah. The Bible said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And when we use that power to have faith, then God will work in us. Somebody say glory. Somebody say, Brother Hathcock, that's some awesome preaching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try, and I, I hope I'm going to just be able to hit the high spots tonight because there are so many miracles that I've seen in the past. Uh, so, so many times that we couldn't have done it without God. I remember 50 years ago or, or more, I heard myself say, have you ever heard yourself say something? I, I've heard people say, you talk to yourself, you might be nuts. But have you ever heard them? You say something and, and you can't believe you said it. We were looking to sell our home in Mesquite. We put that house up for sale for how long, Sister Hathcock? No, 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 no. The first right. Long time. Wouldn't nobody wanted our house. And uh I had a man call me one day and said, uh, won't you ride down to Terrell? I I knew Terrell, but I've never been to Terrell. And uh he said, I want you to ride to Terrell with me and I'm gonna show you something. So we came to Terrell. And uh, he showed me a little 27-acre farm out on 205. And I looked at it, and one more time, I heard myself say, I'll buy it. Didn't have a nickel in my pocket. Didn't ha I didn't know where I was going to get it. The house wouldn't sell. And uh, so I said, I'll, I'll take it. And uh, went back home and just a couple of days, somebody called and said, we want to buy your house. But before that, we had a neighbor there where I was working. And I walked over to the fence one day. I knew that they were wealthy, and uh, it was my friends. I walked over to the fence between us and them, and I said, do you know anybody that can let me borrow $17,000. Wouldn't you like to buy 28 acres today for $17,000? Wouldn't that be awesome? And uh, she said, well, I don't really, don't really know. And it wasn't probably 15, 20 minutes later. She comes back to the fence and hollered at me. And she said, how much? Did you say you needed? I said, just 17000 You know what she did? She wrote out a check and handed me $17,000. Now, 
no paperwork, no anything. But you know what? I, I contribute that. I believe that, first of all, we were in the will of God. The next thing, I believed. I believed it was going to happen. You've got to believe. You can, you can pray. You can do anything you want to do. But until you get faith inside of you, what you're doing is blocking God from doing what you ask him for. Hallelujah. Came here, and uh, you all know, and I'm not giving you a history lesson. When you get tired of hearing me, we'll just stand up and we'll go home. He uh, came here, Brother Leon Cross, a great man, was starting a church here in Terrell. And he came to our house, and he said, uh, Brother Hathcock, he said, I'm not, I didn't come to get you to come to our church. I didn't come to do that. I came, you know what's here, and we're looking for a little building. And I said, I know where it's at. He said, how do you know? A few years before that, I was driving through Terrell. I don't know what we were here for. It's after, after we had bought our place. And uh, driving, and we saw this little church. And it's right here on this property today. And uh, it said, Heavenly Highway Baptist Church. And I heard myself say, Lou, one of these days, that'll be a Pentecostal church and your husband will be the pastor. What was that, Brother Carl? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I said that. It was in, in that little building over there. And uh, it, was, it was a mess. Matter of fact, they voted us in. Hold your hat. This is going to be powerful. They voted my family in. I think it was with three votes. But I tell you what, the first time that we saw a car come in, had a little building back in the back, and uh, I'd go back there, a little metal building, and I'd pray and, and seek God and cry and get sweaty and hot. And I'd say, God, just, just let one car come in tonight or today. And now when they would come in and it rained, we'd have to get, a tractor to pull them out because we had mud drive then. We didn't have concrete. And so we did that and uh, Brother brother Cross says, I need a building. I carried him by about three times. I said, Brother Cross, that is the building right there. I never told him what what I had said, I said, that's the building. And uh, 
And every time he would laugh at me. <laughs> no, we need a storefront or we need to get in somebody's back room or, or something. I said, to the cross, that is the building. I wish, he said, it had pews. They were beautiful pews. Oak had cracks in them. If you ever moved just right, you knew there was cracks there. And uh, no air conditioning, no anything. But it had piano and it had those pews. And he said, I wish, I wish God would give us something like that. I said, okay, he did. And about two or three days later, his sister, which had moved down with him, went to the laundromat. And as she was washing clothes, she heard him say, yeah, we've got the little church for sale there. Heavenly Highway Baptist there on Griffith. And uh, so they went and talked to them. No down payment, no nothing. Had just a little bit owed against it. And so we moved in. Wow. Sometime if you'll say it, instead of believing it, it confuses the devil. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. And was there for a couple of years and decided to move on. And after we got here, I was at one of the stores in Terrell. There wasn't very many there. And uh, a man said to me, he said, uh, you don't know anybody want to buy a bus, do you? I said, yes, sir. I heard me again. He said, I got a nice bus in Grand Saline. And he said, if you want it, I'll let you have it for $1,000. You know what I said? We'll take it. This was on the first of the week. And uh, now some of this you're not even going to believe because I can see it right now. I told him that and I went. I was in appraisal business and I went to a shop and this grody looking fellow, when I say grody, he was nasty. He was a concrete man. Had concrete all over him. He said, talking to him and he was telling how much money he makes every year. Had all kind of houses all over Dallas, Mesquite. I said, boy, that's awesome. He said, what would you do if you had that kind of money? And I said it again. I said, I would go down this coming weekend, and I would pick up a bus. He said, what for? I said, to pick up kids on. He said, how much? I said, $1,000. He said, where are you eating? And I want to tell you, I felt bumps on top of bumps. I got chilled. In the summertime. I said, sir, I don't know, but I want to go where you go. 
I was a bank right across the way over there, and this guy had so much money, he went over there and did a deal, and he looks down at me. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't let him get out of my sight. He looked down at me, and he said, how do you want this? He said, you know who I'm talking about. I said, well, it don't make any difference. And I played, I played like a rich man. And I said, $100 bills will be fine. You know what he said to me? He said, how you want them? <laughs> Play a rich man again. Well, it, it, really, it really don't make any difference. Just, just, you know. He stood right there and he made me count every one of them. He said, one, two, three. And I'm, I'm talking about if I'd have had on my shouting shoes, I'd have shouted right in that bank. But he wasn't through yet, so I, I said, well, I better wait until we get it all. Three, four, five, six. I'm talking about this on this ground, folks. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He handed it to me, said, is that enough? I said, I believe it will be. I took that money there on a Saturday. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this was like on a Thursday. And to be honest, I had forgot about the bus. But I had made a commitment. And I said, yes, that's, I'll take it. And so went and bought that old bus. And some of you that was here a long time ago, maybe Faye and, and Sister uh, Fletcher and some of you, would probably remember that old brown bus that used to sit back here on the back lot out in the grass. That came, Yandale, you remember it, that came from God. But I believe it took a little bit of faith. Because if I hadn't have told him, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I can tell you so much. I want to hit the high spots if, if it's all right with y'all. It is good. So, again, my wife and, and my boys and my two adopted girls is here in Got a call one day, and that, that's when we had been here all oh, just a few months, and we had standing room only in that little old building. Of course, of course probably two would fill it. <laughs> but Larry, Larry, remember those? Was you just, just a kid? Do you remember any of it? Her dad would. And uh, it was... It was amazing. He said, I heard that y'all needed a building. The one that you're looking at the walls right now. To make a, a, a short story, not long. But let me tell you before I forget, we never went to the bank to build this building. 
He said, I am in the concrete business. And right now, I'm sitting in a deer stand in Colorado. He said, I don't know if there's one up there that y'all call God or, or what. But he said, if there is one up there, he's been talking to me since I've been on this stand. I said, well, what did he tell you? He said, go to Texas and build a church. I didn't, I didn't have a, a dad that was a pastor or, or anybody that, that taught me anything. Matter of fact, I could have gotten in a bind a lot of times except for God. And he was always there. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Do you love him tonight? Yes. Laying underneath the piano in that little building over there, one of the, I guess, only times that God had completely knocked me out. Laying under that piano, I had a vision. If, if I've ever had a vision, that was a vision. And I saw people coming to our church. And God told me, while I was laying there, I know it wouldn't be the devil. He said, they'll come from the north and the south. And the east and from the west. I'm going to send people for a great church. I'm still dependent, Sister Weems, and knowing that God never gives up because he's not only the author, but he always finishes what he starts if we'll believe him for it. Mm. <laughs> New Year's Day, uh, I don't remember. I was just a kid then. I don't remember what year it was. Carl, you were probably there. New Year's Day, we had enough men at that time, had probably 20, 25, maybe 30 men showed up on New Year's Day early in the morning. And before nighttime came, we had every, not the inside walls, but every wall on the in, outside this building. You, you see that? You see this building? You know what it's held up with? See those ladies stand up, Yandles. Stand up. You know what this building's held up with? It doesn't need any nails because they furnished all the caulking and Ricky Davis and me would work sometimes all night long. We've got enough caulking behind that pretty stuff that the tornado would come. It would leave in one piece. You can be seated. Thank you, Yandels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Was finishing up, getting it in the dry. And uh, the, the men could only work on Saturdays. Was getting it in a dry, and, and there came a storm. I'm talking about it was a gully washer. 
And uh, anybody remember Denise, Sister Williams? And I said, Lord, let us get this in dry for you. Give us a rain. He didn't say nothing to me. He didn't say, okay, or forget you. He didn't say anything. But around us in this pasture over here, it was raining, a gully washer. And that pasture over there, it was raining, a gully washer. And that pasture back there was a big rain. On this side was a big rain. And you know where it stopped? The outline, the boundaries of our property. Don't tell me God is not real. Don't tell me if we believe him and in the will of God that he won't do some things for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Got it in the dry and on the way out. Gathering our tools up. By the time we got in our car, it come a gully wash. If you don't know what a gully washer is, uh, they taught me that in Louisiana, and that means it's raining hard. Hallelujah. Wow, wow, wow. I'm just trying to hit the, the top. Just I just want us to realize that if we trust him, and believe him. Every scripture that we read, it was, if you have faith, if you do this, if you'll do that, I'll do it. And a lot of times when we pray and we need something drastically from God, the reason we don't get it is because we're just ask him and not believe him. He said, without faith, it's impossible to believe to, to what? Please, God. Impossible. We've got to believe him. We've got to believe him. Started after that. We got the walls up and sides up. Anybody remember Brother George Larry? Brother George Larry came in, said, what, what do you do? He said, I'm a plumber. He said, I work on those big buildings in Dallas. Little short guy, strong as a horse. He said, I'll do all the plumbing for you. I said, okay. And Brother Larry did every pipe, everything to do with plumbing in this building and didn't cost our church a penny. Tell me God's not real. Ernie Stevens came to our church. He said, I do wiring. I am an electrician. What do you need? He said, well, and he put every piece of wire and every staple in this building 
every light, everything. And God did it for us debt free. We didn't pay a penny for it. So the lights that you see burning is a miracle. Every time I walk into this building, I see miracle after miracle after miracle because everything in it is a miracle. But I want to tell you something. If we continue to believe and have faith, miracles have just started. Anybody ever heard of Troy Scott? Same thing with air conditioning. On an air conditioning company. Put it in. It was it was amazing. Now we're ready to finish up the sheetrock. We had a fellow named Brother Blunt. Anybody ever heard of Brother Blunt? Brother Blunt came in and was we had just standing room only over there and uh so we moved here and uh he was we we could tell he was a city slicker. He had on a neat suit and tie and shoes. Am I am I taking too long? I'm gonna hit just the high spots. I wanna do it one more time and I'm gonna finish up. But uh Somebody say glory. glory. He stood up the first time he had been to our church. But from there for years, he never missed a service. He liked us. I said, Brother Blunt, standing in front of people the first time I've ever seen him. I said, we've got pretty well everything else. I said, I believe you might be a banker. You know what he said? No, sir, I'm a sheetrock finisher. Folks, I want to tell you, you can't outdo God. You can't outdo God. (laughs) Hallelujah. No, I'm not a banker, but I can spread that mud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We was about through with this building and we built our prayer rooms on over here. And uh, Brother Tim Weather had came and, and built all the pretty stairs and all those things. And uh, he didn't, and he liked this, a lot of the stairs and banisters and all that. And it was going to cost us $5,000 to do that. And I didn't panic. You know why? Because I know we finna be up something now. Brother Barnett didn't go to our church. Called me, him and Barry, and said, uh, Brother, Hath, Brother Russell, he called me, said, uh, What are you doing for lunch? <laughs> Not again, God. <laughs> I can't stand too many more of these. <laughs> Folks, I'm not exaggerating one bit. Matter of fact, I'm not telling it all. 
sat down there and I forget where he went. It didn't make any difference. I just wanted to go where they went. I said, I was just where you want to go. Carried me out there and we was about halfway through eating. And he pulled in his shirt pocket like that. And uh, he didn't know anything about what we needed. Pulled in there and he laid a $5,000 check on the table. Now, some people say, why do you believe that God can do anything? Oh, he's done it. And he'll do it again. I want to tell you, he don't ever quit. He don't ever stop. He's always up to something. Somebody shout glory. <laughs> Brother Danny Stevens helped us with our carpet. and On and on and on and on and on. And uh, got all through. And how many weeks did we look through the book for steeple? We needed a steeple, but they were expensive. Picked out one. Couldn't afford it. But y'all don't tell, don't tell anybody we was just poor folk. We don't want it. we don't want that kind of reputation. We were rich. We had everything he had. He said, "I'm an heir and a joint heir with him." And what I own, you own. I want to tell you something. If you can believe God, ask Him anything. Hallelujah! That's in His will, and it'll happen. Can I? I'm I'm coming to a close. Started from the from the beginning. Remember, author, finisher. Remember that. One Sunday night, Brother Troy Scott, great great man. He's gone on to meet God now. Come up to me and said, uh, Brother Hathcock said, uh, heard, heard, heard us talking about a steeple. Said, uh, You said, I'm working on a, I believe he said, a, a big Methodist church in Arlington. And he said, They had a little fire. That just, all it is is smoke. It went up through that thing. And the insurance company, Bought them a brand new one, and they told me if I'd bring the trailer over in the morning, it's just Sunday night, and that's Monday. We 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 wasn't out of. <laughs> I see I see brother Rusty do it all the time. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but. <laughs> he said, I'm going to go over and he said, get a trailer and we'll go over there. You want to go with me? I said, well, sure. And I feel bumps again. I'll tell you what, I'm probably the bumpiest preacher you've ever seen. I got bumps on top of bumps. We went over there and, oh, I looked at that beautiful thing. 
He's right up yonder now. About wore out. Put that thing on a trailer. Brought it home and some of our ladies got, I believe it was 409. And started rubbing the smoke off of it. Call company that can put it up. That didn't cost us anything either. Put it up there and we didn't have to trim one half inch off of it. It fit right in place. You know what I said? I said thank God for the Methodists. Thank God for the fire. Thank God because you're still God. I want to tell you, he deserves my praise. He deserves my faith. He deserves. Can I, can I, I, I'm closing. Can I, can I tell you something? Can I just tell you one more? You got time just to hear just one more thing. Went to Louisiana, and uh, after we got there, and it was time to do some remodeling and some building on the building that we had. It was kind of antique. And so uh, I got together with our men and, and decided about what it would cost to build it. And uh, now 